As many of you are probably aware, the Strathcona Regional District is in the final stages of preparing the Cortez Island, the Cortez Island Evacuation Plan. Emergency Coordinator Sean Koopman says, I am just begging every Cortez Islander to pick up and go through the plan before all this happens so everybody is aware. Too many people wait until the, the very last minute to try and figure out how things work. And I'm not saying it's going to be seamless and there's always going to be complications and emergent events and communication breakdown. So it's not as if a plan gives us full control or makes everything go completely seamlessly. If it did, we would pretty much eliminate the very concept of what a disaster is. But you know, for, for any residents that are listening, please don't wait till the last minute to educate yourself about evacuations and emergency support services and how you're going to be notified and whether or not you have insurance and, and all those important evacuation considerations. When we do emergency planning, you start with your foundation plan that talks about your activation and your contact lists and puts together your templates and your checklist for the hazards and the roles, duties, and responsibilities of the different jurisdictions, local, provincial, federal, nonprofit. And most of the information in that aside from the contact list is pretty, you know, it's, it's pretty similar to every single community. And that's why we call it the, the foundation list, the role that BC wildfire plays during a wildfire, it doesn't change whether it's on Cortez or Lund or, or, or Fernie, but how much personnel and resources they may be able to devote, that changes. Once we have that foundation, we develop our other plans, our business continuity plan, our emergency support services plan, our tsunami evacuation plan for the West Coast, our island-specific evacuation plans. What's the most likely kind of evacuation the people on Cortez Island would face? A small portion of Cortez Island. Where would people go? We would ask them to register at one of the designated reception centers on Cortez. So the Linnea Farm Education Building, Gorge Hall, Manson's or Clahoose Administration Building. We would let them know which one to register at depending on the, the time that it happens and the amount of volunteers that are available. We currently only have eight volunteers on the Cortez Island ESS teams. So we would be reliant on bringing in mutual aid from Quadra and Campbell River. And the quality of service that we can provide people that have been evacuated is directly correlated to the amount of trained professional volunteers that we can deploy to that event. How would people learn there is an evacuation? We do task RCMP and Campbell River Search and Rescue with the door-to-door -door knocking. Of course, that is going to be delayed coming from Vancouver Island, so Connect Rocket and strongly encourage neighborhoods to set up their own distribution lists and email and call lists and phone trees. The notice would also go out over Cortez Radio. How are people going to get to the designated reception areas? Carpooling or taking their own personal vehicle because there isn't a lot of public transportation options on Cortez Island. So what happens after we get there? Well, we will register all evacuees, assuming they want to, of course, we won't force them, but we would register all evacuees with emergency support services that can provide for their immediate needs. And then that also starts the process of 
being able to refer them to agencies further down the line to help connect them with different resources, such as maybe the John Howard Society, if they were looking for a longer term housing option, or the Red Cross for a longer term support. And initially, we would provide vouchers for food, clothing, and accommodation, if authorized to do so by the province. And if they had two days of possible notice to evacuate the province probably won't let the clothing be covered because they had plenty of time to pack up and get ready to go at the moment's notice and ideally we try and keep everybody on Cortez Island with billeting or commercial accommodation our worst case scenario we bring over a bunch of cots and set them up somewhere for people to sleep so the most likely scenario is that this is all confined within Cortez Island, but the whole purpose of disaster planning is we just keep asking what if and what if and what if it gets worse and what if that doesn't work till we reach a logical endpoint. And I think we've reached the most logical endpoint with the plan that we've written with community input and the input of the Cortez Island Emergency Planning Committee. I noticed within the plan, you also mentioned that half the people in Cortez have access to boats. How do you see that coming into play? We don't have control over a full evacuation. If somebody wanted to charter a private helicopter to come in and take them out, we wouldn't really be in a position to stop them from doing so. So at any point in time, if somebody wanted to get on their boat and go to Harriet Bay or go to Lund, they could do that. We would just try and be in contact with everybody so that we can monitor who has left so that we can provide them with the support needed after they have gone. So what are the likely forms of disasters? For Cortez, we we focus on wildfire in terms of evacuation and with severe weather and earthquake being your more common shelter-in-place events. We do want it to be inclusive of all hazards, but if we are looking at the most likely concerns, I think we can all agree that wildfire evacuation is at the top of everyone's minds. Is that uh, what would trigger a whole island evacuation? A request from the incident commander, which at And if we're sticking with the wildfire scenario, there would be a unified command set up between the fire department and BC wildfire. And they're the ones that advise the, you know, in this case, the legal authority, the Strathcona Regional District of which areas are put under evacuation order, which areas are put under evacuation alert. And we trust their guidance and subject matter expertise and do as they follow. Like with the, the Diamond Bay wildfire this summer, it wasn't my suggestion to put all those areas south of Hyacinth Lake on evacuation alert that came directly from BC wildfire. Is wildfire probably the only foreseeable disaster that would call for an island-wide evacuation you can think of? Define foreseeable. We, We had a West Coast typhoon hit in 1964 and if the weather pattern determined that that was going to rip through the Discovery Islands, but start to leave most of the you know, lower islands and lower Vancouver area unaffected. And we had adequate moments notice, you know, kind of think of a Hurricane Katrina type event with adequate, adequate warning and strong enough devastation. Yeah, we would try to evacuate a whole entire island for that. That is definitely, like we said, on the far end, <laughs> but... 
Not not impossible, right? Well, wouldn't it most likely hit other islands besides that? I'm giving you the scenario though, right? If it okay. was, could, that's, that's when severe weather, most of the time it is a shelter in place event because either with the timing or the the scope of it there isn't a place that you can go that isn't going to be just as affected as you are but in that one specific scenario if we did receive word from the meteorologist that it's going to be very bad up here but not so bad down there once again we work with the subject matter experts and they would give those evacuation recommendations accordingly is there anything else you would like to add we're always looking for people to volunteer with emergency support services. There's nothing better than on that worst day of your life when you've been displaced from your home, showing up and seeing, you know, trained professional familiar faces from your community being the ones to ask you, how can we help? You can learn more about ESS by contacting me at preparedness at srd.ca. And, and as always, just encourage residents to write to me with any ideas, suggestions, concerns that they have, whether it's evacuation or any type of emergency preparedness.